I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 9, A Beautiful Thing is Never Perfect. I think right from the start, when you see something good or we have something that is like we've never seen before, I think we talk about it. And this Ahmed, Fatma, Nicole, Mahmoud scene that of them playing backgammon in this whatever coffee club they're in, I thought this was maybe the most positive five minutes of of reality TV that I've seen from 90 Day. Yeah. I loved them all sitting together. Yeah. I, I really was impressed. It was light. Everybody looked more relaxed than they've been all season. Yeah, I was I was surprised. Because Nicole and Mahmood are both some uptight people. Agreed. I recognize uptight people. You know why? Because you are one. I don't like your tone. But yes, I get it. <laughs> I am uptight, but that's fine. I mean, people are like that. And to see his brother, Ahmed, so really... Reserved. I mean, just relaxed, and but reserved. You know, I mean, he was, he was so chill. <laughs> you know, he had a calming tone about him. Well, what's his... His message is really this. People make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. They just need to be given the opportunity to grow from that over time. What an odd message to hear. How boring would that? If the show was full of these messages, nobody would watch. But and how we would love it. How great of a message is that? Yeah, that's wonderful. We have people from three different cultures sitting down here together. Yeah. Because they are. And different religious backgrounds. Sure. And how great is that? The message really is, is it takes time. That they run at this, that they take off it. They said it themselves. Zero to 100 is what they did. And and what's this going to cause? A lot of angst. A ton of it. I don't know that Mahmoud is at a point where he is going to be able. I don't think he's capable. No, I don't. What does his brother call him? Uh, stupid guy. Yeah, stupid guy. I laughed. He said it so many times. Oh, that's super. Oh, did you notice that he said he's never had a girlfriend? Yeah, and this kind of came up before the other brothers were talking that this was an issue. That he doesn't know how to treat a woman. He uh, doesn't know that a, a woman is a queen in her home. Mm. I was he, like, wow, this guy is so respectful. In general, because you don't see it. this, And we all have this same stereotype of people from this culture, don't sure. we? I mean, it's what it's what's beat down our throat about how horrible they are with women. But you see this guy, and that's not really how their relationship is. You see how even Fatma was at a point where she'd go, you know what? I don't really like this. I don't like this scarf. Yeah, that was so funny when she whispered it to her and said it was their secret and then giggled. That was so cute. But she still does this. Right. And evidently what we'd found out now is that that Ahmed had lived a bit in um in her country. In her country first. for 5 years. Yeah. It's where he sampled of the tequila. <laughs> 
boy, wasn't uh, Mahmoud just so outraged Shocked. about that? Of course. He looks like he was going to turn tail and tell mama. Well, I think he has partaken of himself. Uh, you know, I think it's what happens a lot is you have such as you hold other people to, to high standards when, in fact, you don't really see the places where you've slipped or you've fallen or the mistakes that you've made. And so, maybe it's not the same mistakes, but there have been some. Might. Everybody's, you, you know, vices are different. Mm-hmm. And so they're here and we see him. I mean, he just can't deal with women. I the time I got really mad at Mahmoud was the point when after the brother Ahmed made him stand up and apologize. Yes. You saw the way he, he was. He like, wanted her to do it well, to him. Even before then is the insult what he felt insulted that he had to do that to her. And uh-huh. he really didn't. He stood up and then kind of leaned over right. in a way, but he didn't stand up. I, at no point did I feel that he had respected what he had done to her or the apology that he was making. No, he said, I did nothing wrong today. Yeah, even after that, when the brother made him apologize, you, you know, it's the she same said, thing. She said, you better mean it. We and talked about it. We did our personal podcast earlier today, and you were like looking in my eyes. <laughs> and when you look in somebody's eyes, and, you know, it's really hard to um, not – it's really hard to discount what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But also I think the opposite is when somebody doesn't look into your eyes. Right. And he didn't. He's averting. He is. He, he looked down, put his head down, not in a humbling kinda way. kind of giggled. Yes. His way through that apology. And then sat down. Mm-hmm. And it's what you said. He really demanded that she do the same thing. Yeah. And brother corrected him right he away. He said, no, no, women don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but so, and he doesn't understand. He, he, Mahmoud just doesn't, he would not get that. He just, he won't honor her. He wants all the honor. Correct. He won't honor her in anything. And and that's something he has to overcome. Yeah, I think it's almost like he has seen the stereotype of how men treat women. Yeah. And he is almost falling into it lockstep. Yeah. That this is how a woman's supposed to be treated and you will comply. But you see how I think if Nicole was in a relationship with Ahmed, it could work. Yes. It's not necessarily the culture's. Because Ahmed has bridged a culture. Right. And it has worked. With the same conflicts. Sure. There isn't a Christian. I don't know um, Fatma's religious background. I'm making a huge broad assumption that she doesn't have one just coming from China. But I, I don't know that to be true. I think that's a that's its own stereotype in and of itself. Um, but you see the gap he bridged. Yeah. So he could bridge this one. This means it's bridgeable. But you have to grow together. And this right. is this is the theme, I think, to end. In respect for Correct. each other. Each other. Yes. <laughs> and this is really what he's saying. He, right. the, We started with Nicole and Ahmed here, and they're in a conversation, and we're almost, I think, in shock. We're kind of sitting in here like, who's this guy? Where's he coming from? He sounds great. And then even better, what he does 
is he goes and get Mahmoud yeah. and brings him in there. And he doesn't disappear. He goes and sits away. Yeah. And what do. To see how they would handle it. And how did they handle it? Poorly. <laughs> it was tragic. Because they were still angry. And, and it was mostly him. Because he is really harboring resentment about the way she treated him in public. Mm. He's still not ready to let that go. Yeah, and it, they were at a point where, okay, we're divorced, and I'm taking you to the airport. Let's go back and get your stuff. Yeah. Brother comes in and says, now look, kids. This is not the time to have this level of conversation. You're angry. You're angry. You're going to say angry words. It's not what you feel in your heart. They pulled uh, housewives. Let's table this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about this now. And it's kind of a thing of yours. We handle things yes. differently. Yeah. Even internally, when yeah. we have dis disagreements, I want to get all through it now. And you're at a point where you go, we're not going to deal with this now. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. And it's it's pro it's definitely the right way. Right. Because bad things get said. Right. In the heat of the moment. Right. And it's what happened there. You have to have calm and and have thought through your feelings so that you can express them in a respectful way. You saw. And be ready to hear the other person's You got to listen. I mean, that's I guess that's the key to anything is you people want to get their words in and you're not actually listening. I mean, we see that so often in today's society. And that's a big problem. Listen, hear, respect the words. Because you could ultimately make small steps in any direction. Yeah, because you don't have to agree. You can agree to disagree and you can compromise on things. But you, you have to you have to still acknowledge and understand the other person's perspective. It's like I understand the scarf is a sacrifice on your part. But let's do this while we go have this meal. Or go to have a cup of coffee. You know, when we go out here, this is something that we can do. Or like, out of respect for my parents, can you in their presence? Yeah, let's Something have, like that. Let's start with, you know, right. an event. As we down tequila shots, you can wear a scarf. I do. I like Ahmed. He seems to be... Genuine. He does. And pretty well-rounded. He's just so impressed and, you know, we learn stuff and we, we all are a subject or I, I guess it's just a matter of wherever we get our information from. You know, it's all clouded and we try to do a good job of, of seeing and understanding everything. But when you see a guy like Ahmed, you, you almost have hope that, you know, deep down inside, we're kind of all about the same. Ahmed strikes me as he's not a you know, a radical in any way, no. or he's not an extremist in any way. He's just a normal guy. Right. And this Trying is, to get through life. This is how he was brought up. Right. I would love the story of him and Fatma and how they got together uh -huh. and met each other. Yeah. Because how, be how, how could that have happened? Uh-huh. They seem so sweet together. And I think any relationship, when you see that, you go, you know, everybody has worked out their own normal. Yeah. All of us. It isn't anybody. There isn't any two relationships that are the same. We've all worked out our own freakish normal. I think maybe there's an advantage to the fact that Ahmed lived in China. I wonder if he was working there. Because he got to experience her mm. culture and appreciate it for where she came from 
and what she's used to. I'd like to know and if then that. maybe it was easier to meet in the middle. Whereas I feel like my mood right now has no appreciation for her background and what she's used to and what's normal for her. He's just like, we don't do that here. He doesn't really see the compromises that she's making. You had said it from the start that this relationship had no opportunity for success there. In these circumstances. There. Yeah. And I think maybe this is it. I would love to know if Ahmed went to China and they met. They always had to meet there. It would have been odd for Fatma to end up somehow there. Mm Mm-hmm. That would have been difficult, I think. Yeah. But you never know the the circumstances. And he said that when she wore the hijab in China, she got stared at because it wasn't normal there. Mm-hmm. And so he let her not wear it there. But they, see, that's a compromise. Right. But when they moved back to uh, Egypt, she realized that it was normal there and that she'd get stared at for not wearing it there. Mm-hmm. And so she got that this is, you know, what you do here. But this is exactly how – Rome. I mean the two of them are exactly how and why a relationship works and doesn't work. That's the line. Mm-hmm. These two have figured it out. Yeah. It's not – and they're not keeping score. No. There's no score. I did this. You did this. Yeah, and, and he mentioned that. He yeah. said, you know, you can't say, well, I did this for you. You did that for me. What are you going to do? We- and that's exactly what they just had in their conversation. We've said it for years. We say it in our personal podcast. It's not about keeping score. No. It's almost in periods of life. What do you call it? Seasons of seasons, life. Seasons yeah. of life. Think about the years that you have sacrificed. Yes. The years so and the many. kids and the homeschooling yeah. and all of this stuff of the sacrifices that you have made. Yeah. We kind of talked about it in our own kind of personal life today about, and I kind of mentioned something about if you look at it as a sacrifice right if you think well, then you have resentment yes and i think that's the line if you see it as that right then but you you can't no you do it in in love right it's a it's like a gift to the person that you care about and what is a gift i mean by definition a gift is something you, you is give you, up something for someone else yes we Expecting nothing in return. Expecting nothing in return. That's the line right there. And if you can't, I think that's the secret to relationships. Yeah. We've turned into somehow a personal podcast (laughs) in the middle of 90 days. And that's the line that kind of we have. I mean, for us, it's where we, where we kind of come from as a married couple for 28 years. It, it takes this, it takes gifts back and forth. Right. And, and not gifts of self. Yes. And not sacrifices. So I think that's that got a little deep there. And yeah. even if you don't know that it's deep, it it did. It did get deep. And and so when I see this five minutes, I talked about this it. This was the best part of the show. In our um, – We looked at each other and I said, I could watch that again. You I, said, me too. We were in separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. I, after that scene ended, they did the next – we were watching on Discovery Plus and but, you know, so we didn't have any minutes. So there were no breaks. I walked into where you were. And when, that may have been the best scene I've ever seen on 90 Day. That It was really that good. Yeah. I, I thought, you that is great. I wonder if they knew when they filmed it. They went, you know what, this, this is, is really yeah. – it, because it's relationship. Well, it was meaningful. It's one of the first times I've seen something on this show that was actually truly, deeply meaningful. 
I wonder if they knew it when they filmed it. They went, you know what? This is really good. It's really unlike this show. <laughs> sure. Because it's the secret to relationships. Right. And it, most of these relationships on this show nowadays, not so much in the beginning, but now, most of them don't stay together. Sadly, these two are the recipients of this advice mm-hmm. because they, we don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah, they, because he's not going to take the advice the way he should. No, he's not. I love, though, the way the older brother says, you know, I'm the older brother. He's dumb. He's so <laughs> stupid in this. He has no idea what he's doing. I need to take responsibility to guide him through this mm-hmm. so they don't screw this up. How great is this? It's wonderful. I, I think it's almost renewing. You know, at some point we watch some of these shows and we go, this is trash. This is garbage. I'm tired of this. And then you get this and it's almost renewing. Mm-hmm. You go, because this is what it's about. Right. And that there are people like this all over the world, right? That Ahmed and Fatma are out there in a real relationship. This yeah. happens. So... Ultimately, these two, though, need... They look so happy. They need a chaperone. They do. I really hope that we see a lot more of Ahmed. I hope that he spends a lot of time around them. I think the best thing for them is a scenario just like what we saw in this scene, where they invite them out, they're blending their family together, having family time, even with the kids around, Mm -hmm. so it's not too serious. Sure. And it's light and kind of playful, but yet they can talk about important topics that matter yeah. but not get too heavy on it. You saw them start to get a little heavy in the middle of all this and I said mm-hmm. you you're doing this wrong. Uh-huh. It's not doing it's not going so well. The two of them need to sit across from each other on a backgammon board and play some games together. Right. And relax and learn to love and experience each other. Right. Because Remember you, why they enjoy being together. Yeah, because the if you're going to talk about I don't like having my, you know, whatever clothes you have me wear. It's never going to win. Yeah, because like they both said, neither one of them ever wants to change their stance on no. that. So and he's like, okay, it's over. <laughs> I do think that Nicole gets it and she says that we may, the, the damage may be too great uh-huh. to start again. Yeah. But that's really what they need to do. Right. But it, Well, but- and the brother described it well. Not just let's try again, but lift the past yeah it was a neat way of the translate i love the translation of that because it's not leave it it was lift it right yeah lift the past and start again it's renewing yeah i feel really like i I saw this episode and i went when that happened i really kind of felt good yeah so we kind of been beat down by reality TV in a while, but we see this. In our own life. It's, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's renewing. For those of you who haven't listened or don't well, listen to I our spent personal most podcast. most of my week in tears. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. I'm not laughing at your yeah, tears. I know. But it's all growing. So, I, And I think I'm not sure I missed anybody saying a beautiful thing is never perfect, but I'm assuming that – I don't know. Did Ahmed say this in some point? Well, in a roundabout way anyway. I don't know if he actually came right out with those words, but. Yeah, it really seems. I was, um, the preview to this one is Nicole meets somebody in her similar situation and I think gives her some advice that they're trying to change you. And uh-huh. it looked like they're sitting on a screaming fast 100 mile an hour highway as they're having this conversation. Yeah, this and se- it seems like he's going to go, you can't have any friends. <laughs> You never – let's never see her again. <laughs> so that would be 
And that's not going to go well because she knows no one there. Yeah, he can't even – at this point, because of tr- the translation issues, I don't right. think the two of them can ever really joke. Yeah. He can't joke about – it's like joking about – you said the same thing as all this was breaking. Where would you get your passport? Right. When they were having that initial she argument. she she wanted to go home and, and then go to the airport, I said, you better have your passport. I would just – of all things, I would have that with me at all times. Yeah. No doubt I would not leave without my passport. I mean I kind of got upset with her at the beginning. She was kind of upset that he left her, but she was pretty clear. Yeah. We would have been upset with him if he didn't leave her. Right. Well, that was the whole thing of why she kind of shoved him is because he wouldn't leave her alone. And then she gets upset that the two of them just – they need an intermediary yeah. at all times. Yeah. They need to live with somebody. Yeah. And, and you know, that's what they need is somehow they need to be – Partnered, Say what you want. Partnered with family or with something. With Ahmed, and you need to live with this guy, right? right? Even if Nicole comes to work with them, the more of him in their life they have, the, the better. better it's going to be. Because when they're off. fighting, he can say, stop. Right. Separate. Let's get back together again. Right. Right? We'll it's talk not about like, this later when you're calm. It's not like a boxing match and we go, all right, you won round two. Or right. Head out but to round that's how three. they treat it. Yeah, it is. So... Oh, Rishi. What if, do you think about him sending that picture? Is, do you find what about you? What do you think about it? Do you know how many women have pictures of me in a towel coming out of the shower? There do you know no how pictures. many? There are no pictures of you in a towel coming out of the shower. There is a picture of you wearing nothing but a wine bottle on uh, our honeymoon. There is that. Where is that? I know where it is. Oh, good. I found it the other hey, day. Um, I hid it in my closet. In our, this is more of a personal podcast thing, but on Patreon, um, Joseph said he wanted, um, he thought it would be great if we posted the pictures of your of the photos that we shared back and forth with each other. Do you have those? Well, I don't know what happened, you know, because somebody was helping me pack up the house and was throwing stuff away. I don't know if it got thrown out, but you know, I had a box with all of your letters to me in it Mm -hmm. and they were in date order. And, you know, over the years I've told you, when things were rocky a little bit, I would pull them out and reread like them and tone. remind myself of why I fell in love with you. Mm. And so it's an important thing for me to keep. I, I like to have that. And I have not seen them since we've lived here. Mm. So, so probably there's a wall in the garage that has a bunch of, of drawer tubs it's mostly, in mostly – that's craft stuff. There's though. all sorts of stuff that's stuck in there. So yeah, it's so a matter of what we have to do is not. But he asked for those pictures because what it is is I sent you passport photos really with poorly yes. lit stuff. It'll be in the letter. And you sent you me sent you sent me glamour shots. Do you have those? Oh, I don't have any of that. Yeah, I don't think you kept any of the letters either. I'm not a keeping No. I'm a pretty uh get rid of stuff kind of guy. Yeah. So read the card and, to- and toss it. That's it. Or That's leave it. the card and make me toss it. It's more <laughs> I, like it. Because like your, you don't want me to see you toss it. I don't like your tone. <laughs> so there are not. You know, even this shot from Rishi, somebody else had to take this picture. So this is a model shot. This isn't this isn't him taking this isn't a selfie that he took. Rishi's some kind of model. And so he had a model. Yeah. This and, is, the, and she said, I'm a model and I'm coming. 
So that's probably why he sent her a model yeah, photo. So, so this whole thing, I, what I'm trying to think of what her name is. Randy was her mm. name. So this thing is a bit questionable yeah. on my part what this really is mm-hmm. until in the preview where Rishi seems to be like this is just my standard reply when women send me stuff. <laughs> if your standard reply is you in a towel <laughs> – um, in a muscular pose. Let's just put <laughs> yeah. it this way. Showing all of his washboard yeah, abs. He, he's probably flexing a little bit uh-huh. or maybe done a push-up or two before his – but it's showing him in a very favorable light and in a towel. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't notice this in the shot until the sister-in-law, whoever this was. he's holding it at an angle. Oh, really? Like hinting. Oh, hey now. And there's something right there. Right. Oh, you All right. <laughs> You it's know a, what I mean? It's about it's the it's about to happen. Right. It's the hey now pose. I'm seconds from dropping this towel. Right. Is what the pose says. Only thing between you and me and hey now <laughs> is this towel. <laughs> right. So, but you know, I've never liked this Randy from the beginning. She's always struck me a busy bossy. Yeah, I'm not so sure about this exchange back and forth, but. When this friend of Rishi's talks about him in the bar and always disappearing, yes, I went Ugh. with the girls, and he yeah. smiled. But he yeah. said he never had any real interest in any other girls. He's just he likes the attention. I think. I wonder. It would take a very strong look. It's pretty. It sounds bad, but I am five foot six and maybe a half. Right. Uh huh. I'm 150 to 165 pounds, depending on how good or bad I'm doing with snacking. Uh huh. So with a guy like me, there's not like there's you know say what you want. There's just not we're not I'm not in a store somewhere and women are approaching. <laughs> so I mean, there's that. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be able to fend them off, right? Uh huh. But I'm not Rishi. Right. You're not just drawing attention at first Yeah, I don't walk around and people throw themselves at me. (laughs) And I would imagine – so I think for him it would take a different level of discipline, right? I'd like to think that I'd had that kind of discipline, but I don't have that – I don't have that problem. There's not – you know, there's not a bevy of women throwing themselves at me. I don't get as much attention as I used to. But unless I you do, have your hay now pants I, on. Unless I have my hay now pants on. And I do still get flirted with on occasion by even what, what did I say, uh, 74-year-old therapist. <laughs> 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 I, I, just in our personal life, I, I am completely 100% questioning this therapist that you have. <laughs> so what great. do you have going on with your foot? I mean, let's be technical for a minute, I real have, fast. I have plantar fasciitis in my right foot. But the therapist says that it, in most cases, it's caused by people being severely overweight. He said, right. uh, you're a- way ahead of the game because usually my clients with this problem have uh, thighs the size of my waist, he said. Mm. Because you don't have that problem, See? so you're already ahead of the game. I think that's an inappropriate conversation. And he said, But it's his personality. He's really oh, I funny. I get it. And he said... Um, what did he say? Oh, he said my problem is caused by um, weakness in that hip and my knee. And so he's working on, you know, strengthening all of that. Has he grazed things. like your buttock in any way? I say that like Has a, he what? Uh, 
Like, uh, it's like his hand when he's, is he touching your thigh in any way? He does touch my leg. Oh, does it graze because up? He, he'll like squeeze here does to, it gr- to see if I'm Nothing flexing in the, the back muscle of your correctly. Thigh? No, he hadn't done that and, yet. And I'm being very graphic here. I only have one here. full therapy session with him. So. Nothing, else nothing like he doesn't touch anything in the back of your thigh near your... No, but he did have me turn around and squat in front of him. <laughs> My I don't think I him. like this. I felt a this little uncomfortable. <laughs> but but he's, he's he's watching my the way my muscles which ones fire when I do certain movements. I don't know if life. this seems to be a more relaxed <laughs> podcast on our part. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's our living situation and our current actual guest room that we have now versus an occupied space <laughs> and, and guest bathroom i wonder if that has anything to do with it at all <laughs> i'm not sure but we seem a little different this evening it's a bit more relaxed yeah. we are probably about 30 minutes ahead of the game because we watched it on discovery plus versus real time so i Save think we delved off into a side show there that yeah well probably- you said <laughs> You wanted me to tell Well, you story. told me you didn't want me to get too deep into stuff. So I'm yeah. trying to make sure we stay on your timeline. Oh, okay. But this, all we got into was him and this photo. Uh-huh. And I don't know there's much more to their relationship than that at this point. I think if the therapist tries to give me a photo of himself, <laughs> that would be a problem. Yes, if the seven-year-old guy, see if you can get one from him. Oh, that my would gosh. be good. You know, what do you, let's see your thighs. What do you look like in a towel? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Well, the, the fact is here, and this friend of Rishi's, I think, is the key to everything because they have a frank conversation about Rishi's family not knowing uh, his intentions with Jen. And this is real. And it said, I think, you know, there's a chance that you're wasting Jen's time here because you haven't even told your family yeah, about this. Yeah, she was pretty much saying, if it were me, I'd be really put off by this and that he should consider probably telling his family before she comes back because she said if she's leaving everything behind permanently with the expectation she's coming here and you're getting married and everything's hunky-dory but you haven't told your family and it's a problem it could create a big ruckus a big conflict that she's not prepared to face so she was kind of hinting he needed to talk to his family before she left the states again because you put it all together right jen's gonna come this towel photo thing is gonna blow Mm -hmm, up you still haven't told your parents yet yeah he's not getting a lot of brownie points right now. no he's what signs has he given jen that he's in this for the long haul only that he reproposed that's the only thing that she has taken as he's yeah that's pretty short-sighted yeah and and a spur of the moment thing that's That's, what she said that's a five minute thing it's proven something but really i mean it's not he's just putting her off buying brownie points yeah I mean, this is nothing. Jen says the same thing. Maybe I should just end things now, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I think. And, I, the, and the friend said, you know, when you've got two years invested in somebody, there's an expectation that you're ready to move forward. Yeah, we move forward after three months. Right. I mean, game on. <laughs> I mean, it was it wasn't even before then. I'm I don't know how long after we had physically seen each other face to face were we what, beginning June? to speak about marriage. 
Oh, right after you left. 30 days. Yeah, pretty From much. face to face to marriage. Well, you started calling me from pay phones every like time you tone. were in front of Is one. Is this what you're trying to say? I'm hounding you in <laughs> no, some way? No, while you were traveling back from a different airports, even. I'd had a maybe a drink at a, the yeah, bar. You did. <laughs> so it was a lot of time. I was waiting in New Jersey, I believe. Yeah, and you called me from there. And it was just sort of understood. I think we both felt the same at that point. It was really the goodbye at the airport that I think when it started to click for me that something between us had significantly changed. But it would have been easy at that point just to cut it off, right? It wouldn't. It would have been too hard. it, It would have been hard for me because I went home almost hysterical and I called my sister. I'm sitting in my room and I was like. I feel terrible right now. Mm. Like part of me has gone away. <laughs> and she's like, honey, you're in love. <laughs> so what it took, and we wrote letters back and forth every, I would say, f- four to seven days yeah, back took, and forth. It took usually from a week Germany to get a letter and then send one back. But for me, I would have to go to the bank in Berlin, right? The American bank in Berlin and get five mark pieces and so i would have to do that and we get really a it came in like a roll and that was mm-hmm. about at that point with the exchange rate it was about three dollars to five marks is probably about what it was so i would have to get a roll of those and i would i would put a five mark piece in the phone i would do it twice a day right yeah so yeah, i would you spend would, you would stay up or or get up early so that the timing would be such as a big time. Difference. I would hit you from you'd the window get me when I got up before I went to work. And then you'd get me when I got home mm. before before bed. And it was that was our limit. I didn't go around putting extra five mark pieces in. We were still no. on a budget. Yeah, we but talked until it, it was out. It was probably about, I don't know, two to three minutes is what it was. The yeah. conversation. It but was, you said that uh, the lady at the ba- ladies at the bank would giggle because they they knew what why you were getting them. Right. So that was our relationship and how we had, but, yeah. but you don't see anything. I guess things are different now because we didn't have email. We didn't have text. No. We didn't have that kind of ways to no communicate. Cell phone. We maybe were, it was better. We were, yeah. We were writing letters and I remember writing, maybe we should discuss the M word. Mm. <laughs> it had to make you nervous, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big did. thing to put down on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then I remember talking to you about that after I received that letter. Uh-huh. And so then we had a conversation about it and. So that was, and it was, a, there was no other way to have a phone call at that point because I was in the barracks and then I didn't have a phone in my apartment in Goslar. That's in lower Saxony in Germany. For any of you who are in that area, I spent my time in Goslar, Germany. Had an apartment on the Fußgänger down there. So um, I could still call you from a payphone there, but I didn't have a phone at that place. Right. I didn't really need one. There were no cell phones. No. None of that happened. No, I didn't even have a computer. Right. Well, they weren't really – I mean, let's be honest. When this was, this was 1994. Yeah. So this is – You had when, one, but I didn't have one. Well, yeah, but I didn't have an internet access. There was no internet at no. that point. So we got home and had CompuServe, right? Yeah. This is where it started. So I don't know. I'm not too fond of – like I said, of Randy and whatever she's got going on. I think she's just a producer-driven foil in all of this. But her sister-in-law said this is what her sister-in-law tells her as they're getting to the airport. When you love yourself, everything falls into place. I kind of found that as crappy advice. I get that you need 
to care for yourself and do the best thing for you. But things don't just – nothing – here's what I'm going to say. Nothing falls into place. Yeah. It doesn't fall into place. No. If it's that easy, then Then I, you just sit back and wait for life to happen. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that that does you any good. Yeah. It it does take some work. It takes some difficult things. It takes going to the bank every 3 days to get 5 mark pieces to call you. You know, it takes that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. That that's what it is. It's you know, and even if you can't get to the bank and you have a 20 mark piece and you know, you got to go to a gas station in Germany and communicate in broken German that you need change. You, you need change, right? It's that kind of stuff. It's that you do those things, and and those things do reap rewards. Yeah. Man, are we getting deep this time? How did this happen? <laughs> Back to me sending shortlist photos of myself. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been easier if I could have just sent you a shortlist photo? Uh, I don't know. I maybe you could have sent me a shortlist photo. What? Hey, oh, we would never have done such a thing. I know. Yeah. There's none of those floating around. No. This I've all started never, from ever in the, my life. The wedding night photo of me wearing a wine bottle yeah that's how this whole yeah. conversation started yeah mm. weddings maybe this isn't quite what we get with chris and jamie this this wedding of all weddings that we have ever seen in this franchise in all of these years is the most anticlimactic wedding that i can yeah. remember it almost seems like i don't know your thoughts their wedding it was Oh, pretty bland. Yeah. Do we believe any of it? Not really. I believe Jamie's in. Yeah, I do. I don't think Chris is no, in No, I don't either. And I think that's really wrong. Yeah, very. Yeah, I mean, she had a, Jamie had a heartfelt, tear-streaking vows for her. And then we see Chris say, none of my other weddings yeah. were like this. <laughs> Well, she said this. Let's do it in Spanish because I don't need to understand. I go by feeling and emotion. Oh, is that what she said? That's what she said. Yeah, I just got my way through stuff, which is maybe how she got through her other weddings. I think it's so she can have plausible deniability. Yeah. I didn't know what I was getting into. The preview for them is this food truck. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Bad, bad, bad idea. Bad idea. Plus, we know from the mid-season preview that she's going to go back to America and not ride her for like a month. Yeah. Or not call her, I mean. But she tells the – I love – what I love is I need more of these two friends of Jamie's. I know we've had a little bit of them. But these two dudes, they come in and they split up and they do the makeup for Jamie and Chris. I I want more of these two. Because I think they're probably better. Maybe they're more of a couple than Jamie and Chris are. (laughs) They just come in and rock it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. This this dress of Chris's, I feel bad talking about somebody's dress. (laughs) But it made me think of like a horror movie in some way. (laughs) Bride of Frankenstein or something. Something like that. It just seemed odd. I know this is her mom's dress, so it's probably something sentimental. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. So maybe it was... I don't know, maybe it's wrong of me, but I just thought maybe it was the, you know, you see old whites like from 50 years ago and they uh-huh. yellowed a bit. And so that's what this has got that yellow to Aged it. Yes. Yellow tone. Like it was in the closet of right. my mom who smoked for 20 yes, years. Yes, exactly right. what it is. Uh-huh. It's been in Jamie's smoking closet. 
her right. bedroom that she smoked in. I haven't seen. Have we seen her smoking cigarettes? Um. No, we haven't. I don't think we have. No, Somebody correct I think, us. I if think we're we wrong. have. Have we? Yeah, I think so. Or vaping. I, just something about Jamie, and it, I know we, we're going to talk about stereotypes a Seems lot. Seems like at the beginning. She, she just did. looks 100% like a smoker. Yeah, like she's she packing does. some Marlboro Reds. Yeah. It's just something about it. It's probably wrong. I'm probably going to get, I know we're judgy, <laughs> but that's what we get. I just feel bad for Jamie because I think Jamie's in this and Chris isn't. Yeah, I agree. And so I'm, I, I think I'm kind of disappointed. I think Chris is just going through the motions just to see, you know, be along for the ride, see what happens. Is on kind of, I'm on TV uh-huh. and this is a thing and yeah, this is where I'm probably going to really upset a lot of people. You know, we had a, such a great twice tonight. We had such a a contradiction of stereotypes. We had it with Ahmed, and I think we had it with Isabel's dad. Uh huh. Because I think what they had played up was how strict, Christian and strict they were. Yes, and how their reaction would be so poorly. And and I kind of want to get into this a little bit. On, on the stereotype of I, – I, I think so much the stereotype of Christians get into the point of what you – gets portray, portrayed maybe on TV or by the extremist. That extremist position of judgy Christians telling everybody they're going to hell uh-huh. is what is what so many people see. But when in fact I think so many more of them are like Isabel's dad. But because they're not so vocal. And it, but I think the, the, I guess the line that's drawn mm. is that they're not saying I accept your, your choices as right. Sure. That's not what they're saying. They're saying I accept that you're free to make your own choices mm-hmm. and that you'll have to answer for them. That's really the simple message. Right. It's not my position to say that. It's not my position to judge you. But you are – it's really that you are a person. And you you are, get to make your own choices and you get to have the consequences of those, whatever your choices are, and good so or many, bad. And so many people don't believe in, in God or don't believe in the Bible, then they don't feel that they're accountable for that. And, and that's obviously their choice. Right. The issue is, is that if it's there and you, you see it and you accept that, that's the rule book. Right. It's, it's people who try to take the rule book and, and change then, it and change it. And then that's the thing that they're obviously going to be judged on eventually on their own. And, and so often, Christians will take a point where they do that judging, and that's where – We that, get a bad rap. Yes, that's where that happens. And so and, and so Isabel's dad really rises above that and really takes the, the, the correct position of you will be judged. It's not my position to judge you, right? And, I mean, this, and this is the same – I mean we don't always agree with their choices, but – they're adults, and they get to make those choices, and they get to accept the consequences of their choices. They don't need us to keep telling them, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, this is bad, you have to change this, 
You all know, right. you shouldn't be with this person. You shouldn't be in this living situation. Whatever. We've already established what the rules are. They know how we feel about it. Sure. We don't need to shove it down their throats. Mm. They are clear. We've made it clear mm. what our position is and why. They know that already. So we don't have to say it every time we see them mm. or make them feel, you know, like children again, because they're adults and they have to answer for their actions. Sure. And they'll learn, hopefully, from their mistakes as they go and look back and go, darn, you know, I wish I had done that differently. Because we did. Right. Exactly. We've all made, and this is where We've Ahmed. We've made some of the same mistakes This is making. Ahmed's position at the same point with the right. tequila. Right. I am not perfect. It's the title of the episode. Right. A beautiful thing is never perfect. Right. Right. It's it's nor a, are we expected to be, but you are expected to try to get better. Yes. So really what a what a good thing that we see from Isabel's dad. My issue is this. This is where the stereotypes come into play. Gabe like doesn't believe that because he said, well, all the people like Isabel's dad that have ever been around have not been like this. Right. So for him is Gabe's dad exposes him. I mean, uh, Isabel's dad exposes himself to Gabe. Right. And really is honest and truthful with his Feelings. feelings and thoughts right and gabe in the moment the, and then at this point gabe questions him right i'm like this is kind of crappy yeah so he's, he's honest the with, one reacting based on stereotypes sure when you expected the opposite he's not giving credit for an unexpected response unfortunately gabe's experiences with people are, aren't positive and i understand that and we see that but, and, and his his doubting has planted seeds of doubt in Isabel, who was mm. overjoyed that her parents could be so understanding. This was a great conversation, and, and I think I think Gabe handled the thing poorly. Yeah, but, but I do believe that Isabel's parents then handled it appropriately, mm -hmm. like you would expect el older people to do. Right, they thought through before they opened their mouths. Yes. And then for Gabe to question this, I, I just I found it a little disturbing. I thought you really had the the utopian scenario, and of how it, this could have gone, and it's not it's not good enough for you. Yeah, you doubt them. I thought this is when uh, they've shown themselves to be very sincere. Yeah, this is crappy. Loving people. I think it's really crappy, right? And it, you know what it shows is every single one of us has prejudices and stereotypes. Yeah. We, we all do. So Gabe does because of the experiences that he has had. And so and and every so everybody does. And so to put everybody in this little line Box. of you are a a Christian or you are a Muslim or you believe in Islam. And what we've seen in this episode maybe more than any other episode I've been involved in or seen mm -hmm. that this just shoots that thing really shoots holes in all of it so i guess maybe i i expected more from gabe and didn't get it yeah when i got it from everybody else yeah, so, hey we're on a roll 
right? Yeah. Ahmed's killing it. Yes, right? he is. Isabel's dad is killing it. Yeah. Love first, judged by somebody else. So we're rolling, we're rolling. And then Gay brings us back down to earth Bam. and went, you know what? Here we are. It's back where we were. But it's Gabe's experience and it's his his personal experience. And unfortunately, this is his experience. Mm -hmm. And it's from the Christians that aren't true to love first, God judges. And so this is Gabe's experience because people are people and people genuinely or or generally kind of suck. Yeah, a lot of people, I think, get caught up in the fact that they feel like they have the truth. And so they just need to tell it to everybody yes, else. Yes, you all need to hear it. Right. Instead of really taking the time to understand Why? the starting place mm. that the other person is coming from. Because we all come from a different place. Right. And you can't approach everyone in sharing the message in the same way. Because, because of Gabe. Because their background is different. Their experiences are different. Their mindset is different. And, you know, I've talked to you about this. It's the reason that when teaching religion in our homeschool to our children, why I chose a curriculum that taught a whole worldview of all religions Mm. because I wanted them to one, not accept Christianity just because I said it's the way to go. Mm. I wanted them to understand it and choose to embrace it. And I wanted them to understand other religions in far reaching places, even so that people that they encountered in their lives that have those other religions when if if they're having a religious conversation, they can understand what that person from. believes, what their foundation is based on. And then you can have, you know, a starting point for a conversation. But if you don't understand that and you just dismiss the other person's beliefs this right out of the crap. gate, right, then they're never going to hear the message that you have. Hmm. And so that's why. I chose to do it that way. And I think everybody should take time to kind of study other religions and understand other people's backgrounds and perspectives. Cause you know, I mean, you just have to appreciate where people come from. Cause you see Ahmed and you go, how different am I than Ahmed? Right. You'd like to think I'm not that much different than him. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, obviously there are religious issues and differences, right? But right. as people, right. Right. As caring, um, People who sympathize and empathize with, like, Nicole. You saw that Ahmed empathized with her. Yeah, I think the difference is that uh, Ahmed is willing to slow down and take the time with the other person to get to the desired end. Whereas... Mahmood is, he just wants compliance. Mm. He wants to hurry up and get to the end. <laughs> Zero he, to 100. He has no patience to take the steps necessary to get her to that point. Mm. And he's going to lose every time if he keeps cramming it down her throat. Yeah. And maybe I'm not giving Gabe enough credit. Gabe is 32 and his experiences are what they are. So maybe my initial reaction to Gabe was poor, but... Maybe it takes some time and maybe this is one of the 
building blocks that gets him to open his eyes to not everybody is an extreme right wing um, Fox News watching, watching, <laughs> you know, Jimmy Swagger worshiping right. person. Is he around anymore? I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I wonder <laughs> if that's a thing. You know, I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into that. But I think I, all on the surface, I was a little disappointed with things were going so well for stereotypes yeah, and I people was, being open. I was really um, surprised that he he was so doubting. Yes. Yeah. Kind of negative in doubting their response when talking to Isabel of all people. That's her parents. You know, it would be like you last week with Nicole. We, you know, I heard you the first time. Right, it's what you would expect because there's nothing about Isabel's parents, even looking at them, no. the stereotypical appearance. They really look what she does. I'm not saying that what she does for a living tells you what she is, but look at her. You see her room? It was just filled no, with. I, I mean, she's a hardworking seamstress. There oh, were, yeah. there oh, were there was a lot bobbins of fabric. and yeah. fabric and, you know, this woman works hard for a living. So, yeah. you know, I don't think she has time yeah. for crap. And yeah. I, I'm yeah, even when Isabel went back, like Gabriel asked her to, to talk to mom, um, she asked if she could have a conversation. She's like, oh, I'm really busy, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was sewing like cycling uniforms is yeah. what she said. So and he, I think he was wearing like the Columbia National um, soccer jersey is what he was wearing. <laughs> so, you know, they seem to be really just salt of the earth people. Yeah. So. Hmm. Like Danielle, salt of the earth. Danielle, that's what I said. I already wrote like um, while I was waiting for you to get ready, I wrote like the intro. And I said, Danielle is exactly who we thought she was. Yes. There's something about her. Yeah. Right? It really just irks It's me. her. And Arrogance. Yes. Yeah, so just, she's just. So condescending. Yes, her, her attitude's horrible. And she's not religious, but her preachy tone yes. to him yeah. just rubs like me. She has all the answers. I love this scene. Did you notice at the beginning? They opened, I think, on them, and that there were bugs all over those chickens yes. that they were showing. That's so funny. <laughs> he said, "This is Dominican." I'm probably, thinking the producers this is hate how we her. Do it here. I think the producers hate her. Yeah. I think there's everything about her. They go, you know, she's smug and proud. And she has, at this point that we have seen, very little to be arrogant about. Yes. But mm-hmm. she's she's completely arrogant about her. Mm-hmm. My thought of this, you know, and I, I kind of highlighted this. She, they talked about this boyfriend story. So this boyfriend thing is kind of a big deal for me, right? Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, she says... Because she wants to meet up with this guy. Yeah. And she's. I, under, I understand wanting to see friends, but if where's the it line? makes your husband uncomfortable and he's telling you, I'm not okay with this. But she says, wait should, a minute, you Kelly. You should be changing what you're doing. You're an American wife. <laughs> he needs to understand that he has an American wife. This is normal for American wives. She needs to understand she has a Dominican husband. And she lives in the Dominican. No, 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 no. this is not normal for them. And as as we know, an American wife does not have to acknowledge that she has a husband <laughs> from another country. Because I'm an American. Right. <laughs> Who is that? That was, was it? Charlie? Uh-huh. Say what I want, I do what I want. Yeah. I think this was him when they were in yes. Moldova, yeah. wasn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Say what I want, or do the what wedding. I want. Charlie. Mm. Here's this is a such a bad move. You know, the whole start of this boyfriend conversation. And and I thought we were gonna get it this time, but I guess what we saw last week was the preview. The preview for the season. Mm-hmm. Where he was gonna talk about the whatever he has that's the size of his arm, yeah. evidently. Um, so we didn't get that this time, but we got that he has an issue with you meeting, you know, a person that you had relationship with before. Yeah. I don't think I would have an issue if you wanted to meet because I have a feeling somebody you knew in your past, just say somebody we've spoken of frequently, but not by name. Uh-huh. Don't they live like yeah, within in, in this town in yeah. Keller? Actually, sure. So I don't think I would have an issue with that. That would be awkward, wouldn't it? Be awkward if we had that. It would be. How would that would go? Awkward. I've always wondered if I'd run into him somewhere. Well, it's it's too big, right? DFW is yeah, too, too big. But I mean, like I go right up there sometimes to Bucky's and that Tanger Outlets. Is how would we right handle that? Keller. How would we handle that if he reached out and said, "Let's get together for dinner"? Your reaction, I'm going to say, what it would be. It would be fine. Steve's coming with me. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, think about my shopping friend asked me to lunch, and I told you I was all kinds of uncomfortable I don't, in saying no. I don't think I would have a problem with you meeting this person without me. I, I don't have an issue with that. Because here's the thing. This sounds horrible, but I think it would make for a better story <laughs> if you were able to tell me this like while we are podcasting. <laughs> so I'm thinking like a podcasting producer instead of – of. Well, I think the difference would be being upfront about it versus and say, hey, are you okay with this? Versus I've made this decision and I'm going. Mm. Or versus I did it and I didn't tell you. Those two scenarios are different than, hey, I heard from such and such. I don't know. Maybe after 28 years, yeah. I think maybe, yeah. you know, I don't think I have too much of an issue with this one way or another. <laughs> I don't. I think. I mean, we've kept in touch over the years, and you know that. Yeah, and I don't have an issue with that. So in this scenario, long history. But I think if at this point, if one of the if if a spouse says I have a problem with this, then it stops. Right. Exactly. And it shouldn't really be an issue. No. And I think she expects him to like go along. This is not going to go well. Or maybe he said, if you insist on doing this, then I'm coming. Well, he didn't. It sounded like he said, all right, you can meet dudes and I can meet women. <laughs> and that's where it was. So it's like, this is a bad idea. Yes, it is a bad idea. And she's pushing the issue. So yeah, it's not going to go well. I'm American. I'm American. And How so b- she ends up getting, from the mid-season preview... She ends up getting very angry with him for puffing his chest out well, when they meet the guy. He warned her. He did. I told you this is what was going to happen. Right. And this is what he's saying now. This is not a good idea. I don't want to be a part of this. Right. You know what he should do is play basketball with this dude. <sighs> because this dude's evidently a basketball player. Oh, that's fine. It seems I tried to do in the brief little window where I was waiting for you to come back here. You to un, to diva and be ready for your podcast. I was making your breakfast and lunch. Well, let's, let me let's not get into details. <laughs> <laughs> 
Somehow that makes me a diva. Whatever. Let's. We have our own narrative that we're doing here, right? <laughs> You're the diva, and let's just leave it at that. Okay. Let's not get deep into. Why do we need <laughs> to talk about being details? a diva? Has nothing to do with me, but okay. <laughs> Other than we only podcast when you're ready to podcast. And I need to be ready when you're ready. Other than that, um, I don't even know where we were headed with this. But You're talking about him meeting them and how it was going to go badly. Yeah, but he says it. He tells yeah, he them, her. this is going to go badly. I don't like it. I don't want this to happen. I think it's inappropriate. And he said, you are showing a lot of disrespect to me. By, In my culture. By- and this is where... By doing this. She comes back with my culture, and here yeah. we are. There's not a lot of giving and taking in here. He feels very strongly about this. He made that clear, and that's where she should go. Well, yeah, I'm sorry think, you feel that way, but out of respect for you, I will cut off this relationship. I think he's going to go and drop his Johnson on the table somewhere. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. Hey, there's a movie. What was it? Um, well, that's pretty much what he says, right? In the Bachelor, preview, he says, only, basically, my, my, she likes men with me. Only Man Joy parts. is going to get this reference. But you don't remember the movie Bachelor Party. This goes way back. It shows how old we are. But there was Nick the D is what his name. Okay. And so the story was is they went around on the Bachelor Party and all the women went out. Oh, this is rhyming name. Yes. Okay. Nick the D. I'm okay. not saying it because I don't want to check that box on Apple Podcasts that says we're explicit. Okay. So he takes this and it puts it in a hot dog bun. <laughs> And so the lady grabs it, and so it's in there. This was Nick. This is Bachelor Party. Ridiculous. Tom Hanks was in this movie. Oh, that's gross. It's Tom Hanks' movie. We never watched it. It can't be that. Well, they didn't show it, Kelly. This is still 1980s Bachelor Party movie. So he's going to do this and put it in a maybe a foot long hot dog bun or something like that. That's what he's got. So this is how he's going to show the kind of man he is. This is probably caveman speak about. That the size of your Johnson is somehow has something to do with the man that you are. Mm-hmm. And if this is how you judge things, then I, I'm screwed completely. <laughs> so as I'm five foot six and some change, this and everything's going. proportionate. Yeah, that's how things – I don't like your tone at all. <laughs> I'm saying that's where you were going with that. <laughs> well, think about it. This guy's massive. Everything yeah, about massive. him is massive. And that's right? what I said. Right. Everything about him has got to be big. So for her – look, Danielle's just – you know what? She's at the beginning of this whole thing. She talks about how organized. I'm so, I'm so t- she organized. Just, the way she describes herself every time she opens her mouth is so self-aggrandizing. I'm just sick of it. We saw her place. Kelly, she packed a license plate yeah. that she had to return. Oh, I was supposed to return this before I left. Yeah, on the way to the airport. No wonder she's got... $250,000. Yeah, in. that seems organized. Yeah. I was supposed to turn this back in, but I accidentally packed it in my bags <laughs> because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but I'm organized. I'm an organized idiot. So I've organized myself. I'm so organized, I'm disorganized, or I've chosen <sighs> to be disorganized as my organizational method. <laughs> this makes That's no sense. One. I'm organized. People want you to think, look, I talk to people all the time. Who think I am? I have got everything together, and then you ask them for something, and they go, well, "I can't find it." I'm like, "Well, you know what? If you can't find it, then your system's screwed." I've decided she's just full of BS in general. Jody, what did you think of Baba? Jody said, described her as just a, a the poop emoji is how <laughs> yes. Jody described her in yes. our 
in our Facebook I agree, group. Jody. <laughs> yes. I put times 10. Yes. I mean, she's just full of crap. Yes. Organized. Who is this dude? Baba? Baba. Oh, what a what a joke. Goofball. So he he Ridiculous. reads you on a what? Knotted rope. Uh-huh. That's great. We're not supposed to discount people for their, I guess, belief system. Wow. But how knotted rope falls on the ground. I believe in toilet paper this week. <laughs> I mean, come on. Seriously? <laughs> knotted rope. He was speaking gibberish. Gibberish. It was gibberish. At some point, this is, makes me think of the Adam Sandler movie where they go back. <laughs> what you have completely said is is ridiculous. Yes. We are all dumber for having, having heard, heard it. You. you get no points. Yes. May God have mercy on that. your soul. This is what I needed. Some. This is where I, I need that. joy more in my life. Uh-huh. Joy, I need you like on like speakerphone with me. Uh-huh. And so when it's time for me to give one of these quotes. Yeah, you can just come it's out It's time. Yeah. Cue joy. <laughs> right. This is where I just need you around. And just so you know, we have a text chain, the three of us with joy. Yeah. It's pretty much 80s movie quotes. Yeah. Is what it is between the three of us. Or maybe between me and Joy, and I include Kelly. Yeah, I don't get So there's both. nothing inappropriate that's, <laughs> that's seen. So you can know I'm at least conversing <sighs> with Joy, and, uh-huh. and you're involved, so you get to see what all of that is. <laughs> so that there's nothing inappropriate going on there. You're funny. Although, man, I mean, we don't do Real Housewives is completely behind the wall, but man, with her and Real Housewives this weekend. Oh yes! So, oh my gosh! Uh, we can't even talk about no. it. No, we had somebody literally behind the wall. We had like an inside person. Yeah. In Teresa's Real Housewives house. in Teresa's house. <laughs> We like we know somebody that was there. Yeah, we had somebody, and we were good people, <laughs> right? Yes. So, not that we could have gotten anything out of there, but no. we had somebody in Teresa Judice's house. Yeah. Well, we're not it's Judice anymore, right? Yeah. Whatever Louis. Re- Rebel, Rebula, whatever it is. I can't so. remember. I, I'll back off of that because I don't want to. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> but this, what was this dude's name? Baba. Baba. He, he, what, you, I wrote down what his advice was. Do you remember what the advice he gave? Yeah. He said, don't eat mushrooms and yep. be careful with your throat. Don't choke on fish bones. This is great advice. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What does that have to do with his spiritual recommendations? I'm clueless. And she looked at him like, Wow, that was so profound. What do you think of Baba? I think he's full of beep. <laughs> poop emoji. Think. Here it is. I would text him poop emoji. Yes. Is what I would do. Holy crap. And you paid for this with Did, uh, that's what, what money? I would say. Did we pay for this? At this point, this is when the electricity goes out. Right. Maybe we could have used this money to pay the power bill. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. But, you know, she said this line of your initiative – um, for you to make the life you want, I just don't see it. And you, I heard you from the other room shriek. <laughs> it's not the life that he wants. It's the life you want. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't need electricity and all this fancy air conditioning and refrigerators for your face roller <laughs> and stuff. You're That's her. 
That's her lifestyle. He's happy living like everybody else in the DR, like he's lived his entire life, fanning flies off his meat that's for sale. I mean, <laughs> he's not complaining. Sure it's her. Not. I wonder. She gets under my skin. So we're going to need some input from you guys because I feel like this has been an open and free-flowing <laughs> podcast. When I feel that, it generally means we're going to get some bad reviews. Yeah. And people are not going to be happy. This is who we are, yeah. I think, completely. I Just one last thing. I feel a little punch drunk. <laughs> well, it's been a tough week for the Burgesses. It has. It's been very emotional rollercoaster. So I have this one thing. They sit down and Danielle seems to be joyous about it being their one year anniversary. They make a huge mistake here because yes. they say, what would you change about this past year? Yeah, Maybe they could keep it more positive and go, what did you like about this past it's that, year? It's that what simple. What progress do you feel like we've made? What are the things you don't like? I, we could have this conversation. Maybe we do it next week on the personal podcast and watch <laughs> this thing dissolve. Oh my we watch gosh. 28 that's years so dissolve negative. in an hour. Yeah, that's not Kelly, good. what are the things you don't like about me? <laughs> <laughs> would, this is would, not a conversation would it be anybody good? needs could to have. Could we do this and keep it light? I don't think is so. Is it possible? But it's just not a comp. I not don't like, like that when I wake up at night, you're snoring and I can't get back to sleep. That's I, number one. <laughs> I don't like it at night when I'm rubbing up on you and, and you build a wall between us. Because I'm burning up because I'm 51 and I'm See, having hot flashes. This is a bad time. This is a good time to end our podcast. We have personal podcasts happened, right? There's a whole lot of stuff we put on oh subscription. Gosh. It's more of us being us, personal stuff. All of our Real Housewife stuff is there. I'm just going to apologize now for how whatever free-flowing stuff may have offended someone this evening. I honestly, it's like a letdown from a week from you know where. Yeah, we had it. We had it this week. This was one of the roughest weeks. It's almost me. this week for us. This past week has been a culmination of three years. It has. It's really, it's like somebody let the air out of the giant hot air balloon. Yeah, I don't know. Falling back to earth. And so we're not sure if it's good or bad. Yeah, it's, it's it's both. It's literally like, and if for those of you who have been around our personal podcast, you kind of get where it's been. And this is just pre-COVID to now. Yeah. Right? Is when right. it hit the fan. Yeah. And when things went left. Really? And so we're just kind of almost, I don't know, it's like coming up for air. Yeah. This would be like a rebirth. <sighs> right? Like a hoarder's episode. Remember the hoarder's episode where the dude closed, came through the door and said every time he came through the door and climbed through this canal, it was like <laughs> it was a rebirthing. Yes. I want to watch that one again. I want to see what Matt says about that. Oh Matt couldn't have been on that episode. Surely this is probably was. the best time to end this podcast. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll have Reality Roundup. Reality Roundup this week is Life After Lockup, which is really Love After Lockup, combined with Life After Lockup into one 46-episode montage of whatever, of fake stuff by Lindsay. Um we have Darcy and Stacy. Maybe we haven't seen it. Um, maybe we get. Maybe we're two episodes from Stacy's wedding. I would assume. Yeah, but like that. it's Florian Gold. You mean not Stacy's wedding? Maybe two episodes from when um, Darcy wakes up in bed with Georgie. Georgie. This is what we're hoping yeah. for. 
we get we're also return to Amish is a staple now. So that, we think yeah. that uh, that show's about to turn the corner. Yeah. It's been fun already. Yeah. It's about to get Amish Intense. crazy. Yeah. As crazy as the Amish get. Yeah. And then we're watching Seeking Brother Husband. We're watching it. We'll see it once mm. we see that it's like just fake crap. Then we're out. But yeah. you know, it, I still find it icky. But I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying not to be stereotypical and treating seeking sister wife and seeking brother husband on the same plane. It's but, all cringe. But we're though. yeah, we're yeah. struggling with all of that. Yeah. It's not MILF Manor. Right. So that's I all good. I won't even turn that on. No. I've seen it. I saw episode one and like a bit in pieces of others. I think it's about over. What do we have coming up? The list of stuff coming up is Derrico's May 30th. Um, for the 90-Day World Love and Paradise, April 17th, You, Me, and My Ex, which is trash, right? It is, but it's fun trash. So it's making it. April 17th is um, that and Love and Paradise. So we'll probably choose love, You, Me, and My Ex. Yeah. It's probably what will roll through April 17th. So that's, gosh, that's just a couple weeks from now. I, I almost that's can't wait. Replace that hasn't Stacey. been on in a long time. I, I almost can't wait for that because of that one couple. I, yeah, I haven't seen who's on it, but this door. that'll replace Darcy and Stacy, I'm sure. So that'll fill the slot. Yeah, we're kind of covering three and a half shows right now. At one point, we were at like seven, and that's when we didn't even know each other anymore. <laughs> it was just TV and yeah. recording. Yeah, we weren't even watching stuff together. We didn't even see each other. Yeah, that's. That's when you built the wall between us. <laughs> Have a good week. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at couplewithchaos at gmail.com.